Welcome back, everybody. It's episode two of CNC Sports Show. I am your host, Stacey Carter II. And I'm your co-host, Natasha Claire. And we coming off a strong week one, strong. I want to thank everybody who listened to the podcast or watched our video that's on YouTube. Thank you for all the support. It's been amazing so far. Yeah, have you seen like all the comments that we've been getting? Yes, we have an amazing support from Hoop Live TV, from friends of you, friends of mine, you know, just everything. There's just a lot of social media. We, we get it out there. It's, it's, it's happening. Oh, yeah, we, we, we rolling, we rolling. But, we rolling. You know, <laughs> we on to episode two. But before we get started with episode two, we got to talk about week one of the NFL. And, you know, your Packers, they, kick it, they kicked it off and they won. They got that W. How you feeling? To know that we won against the divisional opponents on the road, mm-hmm. yes, it was, it was sloppy, yes. Yes, it was sloppy, yes, it was low scoring, but I mean, it happened, you know what I mean? And, and defense was a good part, we didn't let up. So listen, oh. I'm I'm happy about Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers' performance considering, you know, um, the professionals don't, I'm sorry, professionals, the starters don't, don't uh, play a lot during the preseason. Um, he did pretty well with, 203 yards, 18 for 30. Yes, that's not bad. But I, the big part is my my defense, my all oh, my, yeah. my outside linebackers. Okay, and both the Smiths, Savage. Um, we signed a free agent and Arian Amos, free safety rather, free safety free agent last season from the Bears. He could have put a great interception, by the way. Um, I'm, I'm happy. Like I can't be. I can be mad. You heard what Arian said. We got a defense. We got a defense. Uh, yeah, let's let's not overreact too much. Wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. You wait a minute. Really? <laughs> Why you say that? Hey, hey, you know, it's it's just one week, you know, you know, just let's calm down a little bit. Let's calm <laughs> Let's see if that defense can hold up uh enough for the Packers. Let's get to my rounds. We won 30-27 against the Carolina Panthers in Charlotte. In their territory, should have won by ten though. Should have won by ten. They they was messing up in the uh, fourth quarter, but they got it done. And it was our running game. Ty Gurley near a hundred yards. Got Malcolm Brown who picked up fifty and he got two touchdowns. My boy uh, Jared Goff struggled a little bit, but and then uh, Littleton, the linebacker man, he had one heck of a game. He was the MVP of that game. Low key, eight tackles, got that interception. My dude, right there, got it done. Got it done. Did you did you see uh the burn? I didn't catch that game. I didn't catch that game. Oh, yeah. But I know you won. That's good. That's that's yeah. the important part. Yeah, that's that's the most important part. <laughs> did you see the Browns got beat down? Ooh. Yeah, and actually, when they did get beat down, the first person I thought about was you, because you were talking about the Titans. Oh yeah. You were talking about the I, Titans. I know. So I, know. I actually did think about you. Um, I'm disappointed, but this, I'm disappointed. It was so much. Like, it wasn't even like, like, where was, you know what I mean? It was just so lopsided, you know what I mean? And like, I was just, that, that, that didn't sit well with me. Like, it disappointed me. I'm sure the Browns were the pissed that their fans were just disappointed, but I was disappointed too. Yeah. Hopefully they bounced back up. What, what was your biggest takeaway from week one? Week one. I mean, Dak Prescott—that's mm. a good look. That was a good one. It was a good one for him. Uh, it was a definitely a good outing for him. He was really poised. I loved his character. Everything about his whole his, his whole entire process, right? I did like that. 
But then I also like uh, Lamar Jackson. And I'm just talking, focusing on, on the young men that have come into the league, recently coming into the league. You know what I mean? I, of course, the veterans did well, right? Um, Aaron Rodgers won. Tom Brady won. Well, actually, Ben Roethlisberger didn't. But um, did Eli. Well, actually, but you know where I'm going with this. <laughs> I'm just saying that the focus is on the young men. All these young contracts that are coming into that's coming into play. So just seeing how Dallas was, seeing how their fans were, that was great. Um, I did enjoy the Saints versus Texans game, though. No. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That was a good game. That was a good game. Um, I really, really enjoyed the defense that was displayed the defensive plays that were displayed by the defense in the last, the last, what, 30 seconds of the game, the last game, they had some series. And I was like, yo, look at the Saints. Oh, yeah. We we play them next. We play the Saints next. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. a little nervous. I'm a little nervous about that. That's that's fair. What was your big takeaways? Uh, my big takeaways? Uh, Lamar Jackson proved everybody wrong. Everybody. I knew he was going to be a good quarterback, but – Man, he tore it up. Perfect passer rating, five touchdowns, just tore the Dolphins apart. Like, literally, now all of them asking for a trade now. <laughs> it's crazy. But I think that looking at his style of quarterbacking, right, mm-hmm. that's what was really interesting to me. He had a pass where he just, like, flicked it, and that joint just flew through there. And I was just like, that was, like, effortlessly. You know, um, but you got to still understand that it is the Miami Dolphins, though. There's a lot of questionable. There's a lot of variables in it with the Dolphins, right or wrong. Yeah, a lot yeah. of a lot. You know, yeah. so we got to see um, what it what happens next week. Actually, next week they are playing the Cardinals, so actually they should win next week too. Mm. That's, my, that's my prediction. There we go. <laughs> Okay, a little early prediction. All right. Hey, right. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's get into uh, the episode. Um, we have to talk about the guy that's been taking over social media for a sports world's concern, Mr. Antonio Brown. Man, what a this, this storyline has been crazy from beginning to end. Just crazy. And it's still not over. It's not, still it's not a, over. This is the thick of it right here. <laughs> Wow. So we, we what we're going to do, we're going to break down Antonio Brown's story. We're going to give our reaction. And, you know, we we also we would like to hear from you all, you know, leave comments and everything. But let's get started with Antonio's Brown, quote unquote, tenure with the Raiders. All right. So take it back to the beginning. He was traded from the Pittsburgh Steelers to the Oakland Raiders, even though he wanted to go to another team, which we will bring up later on. And then he had the whole thing about the whole what was the cryogenic uh chamber whatever he the chirotherapy apparently he wore the wrong shoes for the therapy which resulted in his feet blistering as he posted on instagram yeah oh i I didn't like that pic at all that was that was pretty gross (laughs) yeah it was but okay so after he's after he's traded um after he's traded, he also he missed all these all these practices, right? And then because his foot injury, like you mentioned, and 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 the next is what the helmet. The helmet that's a long saga that actually started on August 9th, and it didn't conclude until September fourth. Mm-hmm. Y- just last week, it concluded. And so the NFL rules state that the players are not allowed to wear their helm wear helmets that are over ten years old. 
and then obviously um, NFL certified helmets, right? Um, well, that's not what happened with him. He decided to go against it. He finally did settle on the Zenith helmets and and lost both his grievances. He did waste some time, I guess. Yeah, and the, that was that was a whole trippy little subject right there. Then uh then after a while he released a video. It was kind of head scratching where it was him talking to uh his former coach now, John Gruden, about John Gruden was questioning him whether he wanted to be a Raider. And I said, Yeah, of course I want to be a Raider. And then after that, he asked for his release. He asked for his release. And the Oakland Raiders gave it to him. So, uh, let's talk about Antonio Brown with the Raiders. How 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 you think that all went down? Like, what is your reaction to that? Well, it's a lot of moving parts. Like, and that was just that was just a long story short. There, you know what I mean? Um, I feel like when it comes to the two things that he had mispracticed for, right, the chirotherapy mishap with his shoes and also his helmet. I feel like you know what your contract is, it stays in your contract, or your 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 agent advises you as to what is in your contract. Perhaps you get to attend attend, right? Um practices. Off-season practices and everything, right? You can at least show up. I understand why you're not he has two valid reasons. Like I I, I you know, arguably, you know what I mean? But he could have suddenly showed up to practice. He didn't. So he got fined for that. And that's what had started this whole entire snowball of effect of things. The whole the whole part that did uh, is laughable is when um the video the videographer had spoken with John Gruden, right? Um, just to make sure that it was fine or or and he said he loved it, right? I think that part is very funny. Like just just how that that whole thing sparked up, right? He finally post, he posts again, said he wants to get released, release, released, and I'm just like, Antonio, like, what's up, Clef? I thought we just did an apology on like on a fifth, you know what I'm saying? Like now it's the sixth, it's this and seventh. We have they have to release you, not we, they, they have to release. You. I just feel like the whole entire story is a lot. It's, it's it's a lot that it it's a whole saga. Why? Why all this? What's up with this? What's good? Uh, I was thinking about this for a minute. I. And one thought that came to my head, I was like, maybe he did not want to be a Raider at all. Like, maybe he... Yeah, but damn. <laughs> because he was, I think he was trying to get traded. I don't know if I'm right about this, but I think he was trying to get traded to the uh, New England Patriots or something like that. He wanted to go to, like, a winning football team with an established quarterback. You know, who's better than Tom Brady? But he didn't get that. He went to the Oakland Raiders instead. And I guess at some point after he got traded to the Raiders, he just he was like, eh, I don't want to be here because this this whole thing is just weird. It's just weird. It's just weird. And I don't understand it at all other than maybe he's just trying to find a way out of his contract. I mean, he got what he wanted at the end of the day, but I I, I, don't, I don't know. I can't call it. That was a roundabout way to do it. I mean, but it's like. The situation sucks, right? Like, it, we're disappointed in him, you know, have all these different opinions about the whole situation, right? But at the same time, I was like, did he, I, he this is what he had to do to get out? There's got to be some type of... Yeah. I mean, he was tied. I mean, he was tied into his deal, and I don't know, maybe you you think he liked John Gruden? Because this, this is the second player of this caliber. You know, first we had Khalil Mack, now we got him that 
you know, once they got to know John Gruden, they were like, eh, I'm out the door. Let me get out of here. So is he ruining the Raiders culture over there? I'm, I, I don't – it probably is. No, no, hold on. It definitely is. What am I talking about? <laughs> and I say it like that because of the caliber of players that they traded, they have traded away, right? And, or, and then now in, Antonio Brown. But then also, like, just to see how everything carried on with them. It, it kind of has me questioning the relationship a little bit between Mike Mayock and John Gruden. Like, because on one hand, Mike, Mike Mayock was, what, um, giving him fines, right? But then John Gruden's like, yeah, man, like, everything's cool. Like, not everything's cool, but, you know, we lo- I love your character. You know, you're misunderstood. This and the third. Everything he was saying, like, you want to be a writer, all of this. Like, which one, I, I guess that's what you're supposed to do as a coach. Like, which one is it? I just feel like it was a lot. And it's not even stopped. It's not even done yet. No, it's definitely not. But it's a contract, though, right? So I feel like the contract, the contractual part of this is what makes me continue to think about it more. Um, but it's like, how else can a player get out, get out their contract and get traded to the team? Like, how else can they do it? We ain't even we ain't even mentioned that he got into it with uh uh the GM Mayock. Yeah, he got into it and um it was stories going around that Antonio Brown used a quote unquote racial slur against him. Like mm-hmm. oh, oh my goodness. Like I And and then his teammate had to hold him back allegedly, like it's all of right. it he's starting to punch him, like I said, I said a lot. I said a lot. I don't know what, what that's how's that stirred, but I mean and now, what's this final? What's this last news here? Well, after all of that, <laughs> <laughs> after all of that, he got his release. He was granted his release, and then, like rather quickly, he signed a one-year, fifteen million dollar deal with the New England Patriots. Uh, here we go, Patriots win again. They they get their man. My goodness, that's it. I'm- I'm so sick of the Patriots. <laughs> I wish I was a fly on the, on that wall in that conference room between Drew Rosenhaus and Bill Belichick. Like, what's good? I would have loved to be there. Like, how like how does it happen? He gets what nine or ten million dollars guaranteed, mm-hmm. right? Plus, there's a team option in 2020 for 20 racks. Easy. That's it. All right, so. Uh, he still, before we even get to the third part of the story, uh, for right now, he's still slated to play for the New England Patriots, I guess, uh, this coming Sunday. Uh, so let's predict what's going to happen. Like, how is Antonio Brown's going going to impact the New England Patriots? Are they better? Are they now going to repeat as champions? Like, what's up with them? Uh, you talking about long term? talking about just up until Sunday? It's just, just, you know, this Sunday and then, you know, when all the right. season is all said and done. Well, today is what? Thir- Wednesday? We still got mm-hmm. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. There's a lot can happen in four days. You see how much ground he covered in four days. Naturally. <laughs> okay. So a lot can happen in four days. I wouldn't be surprised if any more information comes out for him, but I feel like I don't know. I don't know. I, part of me is like he's gonna still be there, but a part of me is like, no, they're gonna let this whole issue take its course. You know what I mean? I just feel like I, that's that's just what I think. No way. Well, if he's able to play, uh, the Patriots. They, I hate to say this, but they're gonna be dangerous. They're gonna be even more dangerous. Yeah. I mean, they and they got Anto- Antonio Brown wanted to play with Tom Brady, like. 
right. who can beat that combination? Like, oh, it's crazy. And they still got uh, Judy and Element. Then we saw saw Josh Gordon. He had his first yeah. touchdown as the Patriot this year. Uh, yeah. He hopefully he can stay on the right path because he's he's way too talented to you know drop off like he has been doing. But man, they they offense going to be incredible. They passing offense at least, and and they they got running backs that can catch right. the ball out the backfield too. Like right. they can. Uh, I hate to say this again, but they can repeat as champions. I know, right? I know. <laughs> and, and, like, honestly, out of all of this, out of all of the news, everything that's going on, that's the root of it. That's the bottom line. I'm like, yo, he about to be a Patriot, though, for real. Like, ever, 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 anywhere he can go, he's going to go to the Patriots, really. That's how I really feel about it. Because we all, I mean, I was out of Boston and Patriots fans, right? Who cares? Who wants them to repeat again or get, attain another championship? You know what I mean? That's just really the bottom line. Antonio Brown really a Patriot. Like of all of this, we we got our way and here we are. Yeah, yeah, here we are. Unfortunately, but he might not even get a chance to play for the Patriots because here's the third part of the story. It just came out. Antonio Brown has been accused of sexual assault. Um, there's a lawsuit that was filed Tuesday in Florida that he sexually assaulted his trainer. She was a friend of his from Central Michigan University. Both of them attended Bible classes, whatever, Bible study. And they became real cool, got reacquainted after some time apart. And then he hired her as a personal trainer. And the lawsuit stated that Antonio Brown sexually assaulted her on three separate occasions between 2017 and 2018. For this to come out after all of that, for this to come out is... It's just, it's, it's devastating. Like, here we are again. Another superstar athlete is getting himself into a trouble that he shouldn't be getting into. And if this is true, then, you know, he has to he has to go away. There's there's no question about that. Like, you, you can't keep playing in the league and you out here assault and you're assaulting women. And uh, I, 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 it, sometimes it's, it's just a little, it's a little speechless. I'm, I'm a little speechless. Like, you know, I hope it's not true, but, you know, then again, like, you you can't have that on your team. You can't have that on your team. We all know that uh, women, deservingly so, is being protected now. We're cracking down on the men who's causing all this trouble, who, you know, sexually assaulting women, and they need to get banned from the league and what have you. So, you know, what, what was your reaction to this story? I'm just like, another situation like this. Why? Like, I always have questions about this. I have questions on both sides. Like, I always wanting to know, like, why does it take so long to 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 talk about it? Like, it's what happened twenty seven. At least if it happened, right? Allegedly, if it happened 2018 and here we are in twenty nineteen, end of twenty nineteen, about to deal with this. You know what I mean? Um. So, so that that's one thing. But well, never. Mind, but so that's one thing on, on from that that aspect. Now we can't have any of that in the leagues. We and, and it shouldn't even be cracking down. There should have been there should have been a standard for this anyway, especially in right. the NFL. Exactly. Um. So it was like so. Which 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 standard are we gonna follow here? Which one are we going? Which route are we gonna go to? I'm just listening to a couple of shows today. Um. I did I did understand that he can be placed on the commissioner's exempt list, which makes him inactive each week and still able to receive his paycheck. And the only person I can dictate, he's obviously in the commissioner's exemplars, is the commissioner. So, I mean, it 
this is a big hurdle. But you know what's also interesting, though? You know that this this suit is a civil suit, not a criminal suit. He's not of yet, not as yet, not not as of yet. Um, so I'm interested to see which route this this whole thing takes. But like I said, four days, a lot of, a lot of time to cover. But what, can I say something though? Yeah. Tony Brown has been quiet ever since the 7th or so. I right. don't know what his last tweet is, but it was like tweets going off all crazy. Honestly, right. when people text me about about the about this situation, right? Last night I was asleep, right? So I didn't even, I didn't even know about it yet. And I'm like, wait, Antonio Brown again? I'm like, I thought we were all soft. I thought we were okay. I thought, what, what could we? What could be wrong now? That's what I thought when I got these messages. What could be wrong now? You know? So I mean, it's it's something that we're gonna have to watch, and I'm gonna have to like really take. Uh, do our due diligence and, and soar through. But it's another part of his long saga. It's been going on for like a while. Yeah. And um, I don't know if he should play while this case is going on. Like, this, that's going to be bad for the Patriots. You know, he's still stepping on the field, still getting his money. And you have this going on. Even though it's still an accusation right now, as far as legal, legal terms is concerned, it's still a very bad look. And it's, bad for business so i think he probably should you know step away from the game and probably probably go on that commissioner is in list i mean you think uh, i really do that uh i i don't know i i can't tell with the patriots like you know the patriots they they they, they type of organization to me like they'll wait till all the facts come out and then they'll say something like right now everybody's on hush mode bill belichick he spoke on it, but he didn't really say anything. He was very vague. Like, we just going to have to – he was like, we just going to have to see what happens. You know, we can't really speak on it. But, you know, I think the going on exemplist for this, you know, will we'll do we'll do wonders for the Patriots. And it's probably for the best, you know, Antonio Brown needs to step, up, step away a little bit. Well, like I previously mentioned, though, it's not up to the Patriots – well, as far as him playing, I guess it would be a joint effort between him and the Patriots, but it's not up to the Patriots to put him on the exam list, and I don't think he's going to turn himself in, t- per se, to the to NFL or anything. It's just, like 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 they've all said, it's still a civil suit. It's not, there's no criminal charges yet. There's no police involvement yet, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, probably by now, actually, but but the league's going to investigate it. it. It just depends on what Roger Goodell decides to do, ultimately. Right, right, right. of everyone else, right? Of everything else. Uh, well, we're going to see what happens and, um, you know, whatever story come out of it, then, you know, we're going to talk about it and, you know, we're going to get it. everything for us. Yeah. We definitely going to get it. Yeah, we definitely going to hammer it down. So, it's like we have to get to this money. Get to this. <laughs> Just like that. Well, that's quiet, right? Well, Z got to that money. Julio Jones got to that money. Uh, who else got paid? Jared Goff, Jared Goff, Jared Goff. That money. Okay, oh, that's just boy. last. That's what in the last what month or so, three months. We also had Carson Wentz got that money. Okay, like there's money coming in line for these quarterbacks. There's definitely money. So tell me about tell me about Jared Goff. Like, what you does he deserve this? Do you know these numbers? Like, what's up? All right, so Jared Goff, his contract's $134 million. He got a brand new $134 million contract. And 110 of that 134 is guaranteed, which is the largest contract in the NFL. He signed through 2024. My reaction to this is uh, the Rams 
are securing their future. They have their future on lock. They have their man. They believe in Jared Goff, and he should be able to produce now. And, you know, this was a kind of a minor problem, like, are they going to keep him long-term or not? And here's the answer for everybody. They they got him locked in long-term. Uh, he didn't have the greatest game in the first game in week one, you know, after this extension. But, you know, he's going to get it together. He's a Super Bowl caliber quarterback. Whether you like that or not, he did go to the Super Bowl last year. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He, he Last season was his best season, and he, he got paid. He got that bag. So, you know, I'm not mad at this at all. I think it was the right move for the Rams to secure their future, and they can continue to build around Jared Goff. Uh, yeah, no, no, I, I agree. I mean, among other things that uh, fueled the Rams to get to the to the Super Bowl last year, part of, a big part is the quarterback, right? Um, Fifty-seven million dollars guaranteed at signing, which is pretty damn good, right? Um, one hundred and ten. Like you said, million guaranteed overall. I mean, you have to build your team piece by piece. And you have to secure your team piece by piece as well, right? So you secured your running back. Well, last year, they, y'all secured your running back. Mm-hmm. And then this year, your quarterback. Uh, you got your, uh, you have um, Arnold there, or Darnold there, rather, Aaron Darnold. That's part, just have the pieces secure. So I think you guys are heading in the right direction. I think you're heading in the right direction. Yeah, but, you know, those, those expectations going to pile on him now, now that he's the highest paid quarterback. I think he's the highest paid. Is he the highest paid player in the league? I got to check on that. But Ooh. he, he uh, Jared Goff, he, he got that money. So he has to he has to produce now. And the rounds, their expectations is set on the Super Bowl and getting the ring. They already know what it feels like. They just need to get that ring, get that win. So, you know, they, they'll get it done. I, I believe in them. Of course you do. <laughs> Moving on, let's go to this next quarterback. We're going to talk about Dak Prescott. He hasn't gotten paid yet. This year, he's going to be making $2 million this year. As compared to other players in the NFL, that's, that's a tight budget, right? Mm-hmm. That's a tight budget. But he has a lot... Wayne, uh, he has a lot of uh, leverage, no? Wouldn't you say? What would you give him? Like, what are you giving him? De- are you giving him golf numbers or like, or no? Absolutely not. Mm-mm. Absolutely not. All right. So what's oh. the what's the range rather? I, uh, let's see. Golf got 110 million yeah. guaranteed. I I don't know that press guy. I he gotta prove it. Like last year, he didn't have a good year. Last year. Didn't well. He did improve as time went on with uh Amari Cooper in the fold now. But you know he has to he has to put it together. He has to you know take lead Dallas back to the playoffs and get them a playoff win or two in order to get paid. I I just don't see it right now. I just don't see him getting Jared Goff type type of money. Like I I don't know yet. I think he will. I think he'll do. He 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 will do good this season. He will do good. He got weapons around him. I definitely agree on that. So, so here's the thing. I guess allegedly he was thrown thirty million, but he rejected that. He rejected thirty million, and I don't remember exactly how much. I think maybe I think Aaron Rodgers has what thirty-three million, I think, or something like that a year. That's Aaron Rodgers, right? But then you have golf making how much he's making. I feel like. I, I believe that Dak needs to make his. I feel like his resume is there. It's coming along. I, it's not completely there, but it is coming along. No, 
Um, he's doing, I, and he's going to have a, a good, very good year this year, I believe. I hope. At least that's what my my Dallas Cowboys friend, fans tell me, friends tell me, right? <laughs> um, and I feel like he's, but the thing about it, though, so his agent, right, is uh, this gentleman named Todd France from CAA Sports, right? And he listens to the different comments that Jerry Jones makes about Dak Prescott and, and, and about any of his clients, right? Because he used that as leverage in negotiations. So I guess um, uh, Jerry has said something along the lines of, like, as a matter of somebody offered two first-round picks from last year's draft, they're like, they're not, they're, he's not trading Dak Prescott. Like, he's not doing that. So you know what you know what that means? Like, oh, let me write that down. We don't use that. That's a, that's that's pretty heavy, you know. So I feel like the money's gonna come for him for sure, but I feel like it better come soon because like there's soon to be measuring sticks all over, right? They didn't want to measure the stick with with that with a uh, Zeke Elliott, but they're gonna but they did right against Todd Todd Gurley. But then this year, if they don't hurry up and try and reach him reach uh, a number that's suitable for, for both parties. They gonna catch up. Pat Mahomes gonna catch up. How much Pat Mahomes do you think gonna, he gonna get? I can see, man, I can see him getting like, let's see, golf again, one hundred and ten. He he gonna get like one fifty or something like that. Man, man. Exactly. So I feel like the I feel like I definitely do feel like the clock is or the time there's more leverage on on Dak Prescott. I do feel like he should get paid. I'm kind of surprised he's rejecting thirty million. Sort of, kind of. I'm kind of surprised he's. That's a lot of money. Uh, a year from two million a year. That's a that's a big difference. But I mean, he want he had to get paid. He needs that security, and he needs what three four years on his extension. Yeah, maybe he was waiting to see um what Jared Goff gets, and you know if he put up you know extraordinary numbers this year, he'll definitely leap over and get more than that. We don't have to see, but um, Cowboys have a lot of, have a lot of cash to deal out, right? Because. Zeke Elliott just cashed out, right? Zeke Elliott is now the highest paid running back in NFL with 50 million guaranteed. 50 million, mm. 50.2 million guaranteed in the, over the first two years. That's blop. <laughs> okay. However, is this first? That's blop altogether, right? Um, he deserves it, though, right? Hell yeah. Okay. Hell yeah, he deserved it. Okay. He led, he, last three years, he led the NFL in total yards, rushing, like, he he's a workhorse man. He he's perhaps arguably the best running back in the NFL. Arguably, you know he's you know it's a duel between him and Ty Gurley. But yeah, of course he he deserved that money. He better get that money. They better have paid him. Right, and he wasn't coming back. I mean, I from what I from what I know, he was really he was really educated on the entire the entire process and how it worked, like how much money he was possibly losing if he stayed out any longer than need be. But he was riding Cabo, you know, getting ready so he staying ready so he ain't got to get ready. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like he definitely deserved it. I feel like this money that he's that he's about to get over the next what. Six years it is on total. He's tied with he's tied to the Cowboys till 2026. That's that's locked, locked and loaded. That's it. <laughs> you know what I mean? We ain't got nothing else to talk about for the next six years or whatever it is. You know what I mean? Um, but he definitely did deserve that. Um I'm jealous that they have a good running back. A great running back, pretty damn good. But I, I wish I had a really, really good running back. Oh, whoa, you don't like Aaron Jones? 
Nah, he's nice and don't chill, chill, chill. Cause we we actually <laughs> he actually follows each other on Twitter, so chill, don't don't start. <laughs> so don't start. Wait but a minute, I, you. But I'm saying like I want if if I, we had a imagine we had a killer running back, killer running back, not not inconsistent due to one thing or another, but a, a defined, defined, proven. Okay, that's the word. That's the word. A proven running back. Can you give him a chance first? I mean, <laughs> I mean, of course, of course. Well, when I don't, when do we acquire him? When we get him? I, I it wasn't that long ago, but maybe it was last year. He was a rookie. I, I don't know, but mm, perhaps. But what you call showed a lot of a lot of force in his first two years. Am I wrong? Mm. Actually. I'm not wrong. I'm just saying I admire Zeke. I admire his productivity, and that's what he got paid for. His productivity. You better hope Aaron Jones ain't listening to this. Anywho, <laughs> anywho, anywho, anywho. All right, who's that third player that got paid? Julio Jones. Julio Jones got, got paid. Julio Jones agreed to a three-year $66 million. A contract extension with the Atlanta Falcons, um, which guarantees him sixty-six million, right, and sixty-four million to do that signing. That's a lot of money. It's a lot of M's. It's a lot of M's. But of course, he deserves it. This actually ties him to Atlanta Falcons for the next five seasons. Mm. What's your th- What's your thoughts on this? He deserves it, right? Of course. Mm-hmm. Of course, of course, he deserves it. But I got a question for you. I got a question for you. Oh. <laughs> All right, so Julio Jones, you know, got paid as perhaps the best wide receiver in the NFL. But Izzy, who who you choosing? Are you choosing Julio Jones, Michael Thomas, or DeAndre Hopkins? Hmm. DeAndre Hopkins, Michael Thomas, and Julio Jones. Um. So let's first put it out there that every, each one of them has their own skill set that is important to their team, right? It's not like you buying time over there. <laughs> um. Damn, that's that's hard. Uh, Julio Thomas. I'm going with Julio. Mm. I'm going with Julio. Julio is already proven, right? He's not on his way up. He's already there, right? So, so the other two actually have to catch up to him. Right, Julio's all-time leader in receiving yards and averaging 1,599 yards over the last seasons. Over the last seasons, he's very decorated. Where they have to, like I said, they, they have to catch up to him. So once once they do that, then we can. I, I, I I'll revisit this, but I'm going with Julio. Mm. I got DeAndre Hopkins. Oh, I think, yeah. Okay, did he he have a drop the other day? Hmm? Did he have a drop? Did he have a drop the other day? I don't, I don't. I don't think. I don't know. It, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I think. I, <laughs> I think he's the best receiver in NFL. Did you see that tackle? That, he did? that, that slam. Yeah. That, that slam. No, not my bad. Not a tackle. That was. A, that was a body slam. Yeah. It sure was. <laughs> I'm like, damn. <laughs> All right. Shout out to DeAndre Hawkins. Oh, uh, Julio got. Uh, he got locked up a bit by Xavier Rose. I'm just saying. Yeah. You know, he is one of the best corners in the NFL, but, you know. But what? Why did I put a button there? I... That's just how I come I mean, to me, just on. It's a question. You have your, your choice. I have mine. Not... Yeah. I like Julio, though. I respect that. I Don't get me Like I said, don't get me wrong. I definitely respect the other two. 
Hopkins and um and Thomas, but like Julio is Julio. Yeah, we 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 gotta do a poll on this. We gotta do a poll on this. Who's better? Mm. Who's better? We gotta do a poll between Julio and Hopkins. Julio and Hopkins. Why you just gave me three, so you don't give the people two? Yeah, well, I mean, we we didn't choose Michael Thomas. <laughs> that's that's true. That's true. All right, all right, cool. Yeah, we we kind of let we kind of left them out. Uh, my <laughs> my bad, Mike. My bad. <laughs> all right, let's let's uh let's move it along. Uh uh, let's get into some NBA. I think we got some time for some NBA. You know, even though you know it's still the off season, NBA kind of slow. You know, there was a couple stories came out. We got to get to the NBA because we are sponsored by Hooplight TV. Hooplight TV. Is a brand new website. Uh, got podcast shows on there. A lot of uh, different type of articles talk about things in popular culture, things going on with NBA 2K, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, we are sponsored by C Geek, Adidas, Fanatics, and it's growing and growing. Got merchandise. Go, go copy merch. Got to go copy merch. Okay. <laughs> Dad has and all that. The merch to, to cop, huh? Mm, you got to yeah, you gotta get it. You got to get it. Gotta get it. Oh, uh, yeah. And also, a few of our articles have been picked up by. Here, here's a fun thing by a Chinese news app. I can't pronounce their name, <laughs> and, and you cannot open their app here in the United States. But, lol. <laughs> but hey, it's it's out there. As a matter of fact, I'm I'm bragging here a little bit. One of my articles got picked up. Ow. Okay. Shameless plug. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so go check out Hoop Light TV. It's amazing. But uh, let's move on to some NBA news. All right, so Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose, he had an interview with Stephen A. Smith. And in the interview, he stated that he thinks that he's a Hall of Famer, but not in everybody's eyes. But to the people that he grew up with, that he grew up around, he's a Hall of Famer to them. And they got people going is Derrick Rose an actual NBA Hall of Famer? Let, let me read let me read off his career stats right quick. So he averages 18.8 points per game for his career, shoot 45%, 5.6 assists a game for his career. Also, we all know he won MVP, and I believe he won did he win rookie of the year too? Perhaps. We'll, we'll check on that later, but you know, um, but Basketball Reference website, basketballreference.com, has his probability to be in the Hall of Fame set at 10.5%. So that's, you know, that's kind that's kind of low or very low, something like this. So here's the question. Is Derrick Rose a Hall of Famer, Natasha? Natasha? Oh, gosh. Um, <laughs> is Derrick Rose a Hall of Famer? Well, obviously the jury's still out on that, right? Mm. Uh, he, well, first of all, the most important part he said uh, that he's he's a hall of famer to his to his family's eyes, right? That's what's important. He that's what makes him feel good, right? I mean, of course, it'd be a, a he'll be he'll feel great or even better, right? If he was inducted into the hall of fame, but for right now, he got his family, family and friends, Chicago hometown, everything, right? By those measures, by those standards, I, I'm not really sure, Stacey. I'm, mm. not really sure. I'm not really sure. I can't really tell you. It is it is a tough thing to measure. You know, point guards, it's, it's, a, it's a hard measuring stick, like, compared Derrick Rose to other 
Hall of Fame point guard Steve Nash, Jason Kidd, uh, Magic Johnson, et cetera, et cetera. So, like, it is hard. But as far as the numbers, I mean, his numbers are kind of up there with other Hall of Famers. Uh, I, I believe uh, Maurice Cheeks, he's a Hall of Famer, and Derrick Rose averaged more points per game than he did. So, I think Mo Cheeks averaged uh, 11, around 11. Derrick Rose is at 18. And then if you look at Derrick Rose's career, he only had – he really only had two bad seasons, which mm-hmm. were 2013 and 2017. That was his only bad seasons. Uh, his other seasons been solid. They've been they've been solid. And also the NBA Hall of Fame criteria is very is very fluid. It's very it's very liquid. Like so mm-hmm. it like I I really don't know the criteria behind. My guess would be like you know stats, awards, rings, impact, and he has all of that except the rings, obviously. So, I mean, as far as impact goes, I yeah, I think he can get a spot. I think if he put in work for the next few years, next three years with the Pistons, I think he can make his case even more valid. So, you know, it's like you said, jury's still out, but mm-hmm. you know, he he does have to put together solid seasons uh, coming yeah. out. He definitely does. I mean, but we'll see. Like, right? we got time, so. We'll, we'll, we'll definitely revisit this topic. Yeah, and uh, going back to uh, the article that made it on into China, uh, it was about Derrick Rose. I'm uh, not Derrick Rose. Uh, I'm stuck on Derrick Rose. Uh, it was about Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade. No, Dwayne Wade is living in L.A. now post-retirement, and he's been he stated that he's going to help LeBron with workouts. He's going to travel back and forth to Miami to support the Heat. He's been working with players like Ben Simmons and Josh Hart this summer. And it got people. And then in the interview, he said, basically, never say never to a a comeback in the NBA. So they had people going like, is Dwayne Wade coming back? And if he come back, will he come back with the Los Angeles Lakers? Should Dwayne Wade come out of retirement? You think he should? I, I, um, I thought he wasn't coming back. I mean, I guess anything can happen, right? You never want to never say that's, that. Yeah, that's what he said. So, so there's that. But I didn't think he was gonna come out. I don't think he's gonna come out. Um, I think I don't. I don't. I don't think he's gonna come out of retirement. Should he? Yeah. I mean, you still have everything else, like all the other elements. You still have to travel. <laughs> You don't have to. You get. You don't sleep with your team, and you don't play against you know others and travel for, on those purposes. But you still have everything else. You're still working out with LeBron, your bestie. You helping out, giving back to the up and com- or the other stars in the league, the younger players in the league. I mean, never say never. But should he come back? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, I I don't know. No, no, really. Yeah, I, yeah, no, like after enjoy your retirement. Yeah, after you did all that last year, you know, with all them jerseys and everything, had the whole little tour. You gonna come back? Like I know you miss basketball, but you know you. In that sense, yeah. But nah, even though last year he did have a pretty good last, pretty good year coming off the bench for what it's worth. But yeah, I think it's best for him. Yeah, I think we're we're all set. We're all set. Anyway, let's 
<laughs> nah, before he see this and Gabby come at me, I want no problems. Oh, you're going to have everybody coming at you now, <laughs> huh? I'm everybody <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> I am excited to talk about that NBA, though. I will say that. We're not going to dive in right now, but mm-hmm. oh, I'm excited. Like, I can't even contain myself about the NBA. I'm not even going to hold you. And then that last sentence should tell you everything you need to know about my season, my impending season. I'm looking forward to. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, before we uh, round off the episode, you know, the WNBA is beginning their playoffs. Have you been watching WNBA this year? No, I did not watch. Oh. Oh. I've been keeping up with their scores. I'm seeing what's going on at the accolades. I haven't actually watched the game yet, no. See, I was yeah. going to ask you if you think you're going to win the uh, championship. Who are you choosing? Who I got? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm rolling with my favorite team, the Las Vegas Aces. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Definitely give them respect. Like, first of all, they have some great players on that on that team. Obviously, the popular players you have Miss Cambage, um, and um, why her name escaped me? Asia Wilson. Yes, that's actually one of my sorority sisters. Actually, um, shameless plug. Um, yeah, no. <laughs> Okay, that's a great team to look. So when do they play? Tell me, give me the rundown because I haven't, I haven't kept up. So give me the rundown. Uh, the Aces, I know the Aces. They have a first round bye, so you know they they on chill mode right now. But, resting up. Okay, okay. Yeah, but hopefully they 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 have their little issues with the uh with the Mercury. The Mercury is a good team too. You know with Brittany Grinder. I know who Prince Mercury is. Uh huh. <laughs> and Dewana Browner on their team, so you know they they can give them problems. I I watch. Remember, I watched that game between them two, and Mercury was killing them. I like, yeah, woo. But Cambridge wasn't playing, and Lizzie wasn't playing in that game, though. So uh, it could be a whole different story. Well, we're gonna have to, we're gonna have to keep an eye on that and see how that develops with the WNBA. I promise, I'll catch one or two games. All right. I mean, I might as well, right? It's busy. It's busy. Hey, it's all good though. Go Aces. That's all you, everybody needs to know. Go Aces. Heard that. Heard that. We will definitely revisit episode two then. Make sure we, you know, your predictions is right. Oh, you know, I was, you know, I'm starting off right with the Titans, ain't I? Uh, all right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Before we go, mm-hmm. your team, the Rams, mm-hmm. plays the Saints next Sunday. Right. What's up? Like I said, uh, I'm kind of, <laughs> kind of nervous. You know, the Saints. And you know, if you remember in the playoffs, they had that little uh, controversy. Yeah. You know, even though we still pull out that W, but mm-hmm. the Saints are, man, they they a scary team. Huh? They yeah. the Saints are scary. They are. Yeah. Um, so you predict that you'll win? What's the score? You have anything else? Oh, of course. Oh, of course we're going to win. I think we at the crib, too. Uh, I think you're right. I think you're right. Yeah, of course. We're going to, I mean, it's going to be a close game. It's going to be a good game, but, hey, the W is ours. You just uh-huh. make sure, yeah, you just make sure your pack is all right. <laughs> well, should be all right. We playing next week, um, or this this Sunday. We play against the Vikings, and we're playing home. We're actually gonna be home for the next Ooh. five five out of six games. So, ooh, you, the Vikings tough. Yeah, and you know who I really admire, Dalvin Cook. I admire Dalvin Cook. I'm so glad he's back. But uh, 
we going to get our defense tested. That's what we're about to do. Get our defense tested. Hopefully, my, my offense has the rust off. Uh, we're ready to play. We are ready to go on Saturday. We're gonna need both. We're gonna need all and all three sides of the ball. I mean, you always need all three sides of the ball. Don't get me wrong. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? But against someone that you know, against a team like the Vikings or what the Vikings have been, and we don't know what how what their identity is this year just yet. But once once we we need we need to get it together. We have to win this. Listen, win two division games. That's not that's pretty. That's we gotta keep it keep it rolling. Yeah, we see about that. <laughs> All right, so that was the end of episode two. Hey, once again, I am your host, AC Carter II. And I'm a co-host, Natasha Claire. All right, and we're signing off. We'll come back next week.